You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode 5. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the IT Career Energizer podcast. You'll find full show notes of every episode on the website, which is itcareerenergizer.com. If you are enjoying the IT Career Energizer podcast, I'd appreciate it if you'd leave a rating and review in iTunes. I'd also appreciate any feedback you may have about the podcast, which you can leave at the website. And now today's episode. Today's featured guest is Maddie Field. Maddie is the Head of Business Sustainability and Innovation at FTM Group, which is an IT services provider renowned for its unique graduates and ex-forces programs. Maddie is instrumental in FTM's goal of creating and inspiring exciting careers that shape the future of digital. So Maddie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Phil. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to that rather brief introduction? Uh, well, yes, one thing. I think, um, just to point out, this is actually my fourth career. Um, oh, right. And, and I think with demographics being what they are, that we'll all be working longer. And I also think that it's becoming in, increasingly, um, you know, the norm, really, that people will have more than one career. And I think that, um, you know, that's just, just something to think about when we're, when we're talking about careers. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, personally, I, I started in one career and ended up in IT, and it wasn't my intended route. But um, yeah. I think, yes, you're right. I think people will inevitably work in many careers and many roles. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of career tips, what is the one unique or big career tip you could give anybody listening in? Okay. Um, well, it, it, it's, it's quite interesting because although um, I work in, um, in IT, I'm not a technologist myself. And uh, the reason that I have a successful career and that I'm a senior manager is I know what I'm good at. So definitely um, for anybody, at, you know, starting out or at any stage really, you know, in, in your career, in your working life, you really need to know what you're good at. Um, and you need to be able to articulate that. And, you know, so it's, it's a really good opportunity to get your friends and your colleagues at work to help you. Um, because if you can identify what your strengths are and be able to, to speak about them, that will, you know, it helps you find a job that you enjoy. Because you will always enjoy what you're good at much more than you, you'll enjoy doing something that you're not good at. No, I totally agree. I think the other thing is you, you've obviously pointed out that we're likely to be working a lot longer as well. So making sure you have a, a job or a career that you enjoy is going to be, going to be vital. Yep, definitely. Okay, great. Um, in terms of your worst IT career moment, are you able to give us a bit of an insight into, into a story in that respect? Yeah, definitely. Um, I used to work at British Airways, and uh, when I was there, I left there in 2000, and technology was just coming in as I left. 
Um, but I was not really in an environment, being in a customer service environment, it wasn't something that, that I was particularly familiar with. So I then moved to um, a technical company and literally walking in on my first day, um, someone gave me um, a laptop and I thought, where am I going to plug it in? How do I switch it on? How does the system work? And when I looked round, everyone was very focused on doing their jobs and in a customer service environment you just wouldn't get that people would come rushing up wanting to help you yeah. you know um, you'd, you'd be completely swamped by people trying to, to make everything all right so the thing there that the, the thing I learned from that was it was a very difficult day and what I learned was I actually knew it but I didn't think about it that day and it's knowing how to build working relationships with people who are introverted um, or people who are very focused on the roles that they're doing. And it's understanding that if you're um, an introvert, that, you know, noisy people um, still want to be able to communicate with you. And if you're sort of an extrovert, I don't want to put people into complete boxes, but if you're someone who's much chattier like me, you know, I need to respect the fact that people, um, you know, communicate in different ways. So that was my worst moment because I thought, what have I done? Yeah, yes, I'm but, not surprised. But, I mean, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of IT companies do do seem to have that sort of ethos of here's your laptop and now off you go and don't ask too many questions. Yeah, not always helpful. No, no, I didn't find it helpful. So I, I'm one of the people now that if someone new arrives, I'm straight up there asking how they are. And if I can help, so I suppose. But that that definitely was, you know, that was that was a, that was a really tough moment because I, I wonder, you know, whether I'd done the right thing, really. So how did you how did you manage to overcome that? Was it just by talking to people and and finding well, out more about people within the company? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was I was very lucky because I ended up on I, I had to set up a, a department when I joined FDM, and um, I was lucky enough to work with. Um, uh, a woman who was already working there, and she was amazingly generous with her expertise and her time. And so she, she just, I would have got there in the end, but she just made things so much easier. So she turned what potentially was a worst moment into actually a very good one. But I, you know, I, I'm just, I think you can always learn from situations. So um, I like to help people. Come in, who come into the company, you know, because people need success in a new role. And, and, you know, you can do that by just, you know, helping them when they first start. Yeah, agreed. Well, great. Um, in, in terms of obviously moving on from worst moment, can you give me um, an insight into your career highlight within IT? Yeah, definitely. So um, the, the highlight really came about um, because I got myself a mentor. And uh, I, it's not something I ever thought about having, um, but um, someone offered to be my mentor. And what they did was they helped me turn some ideas I had into reality, which is incredibly rewarding for me. Um, so through, through just talking with them and being able to um, put some thoughts around how I was going to achieve things that I was really wanted to do. Uh, I set up the mentoring program, which has got over 200 people now um, on board, um, and also a peer support role for young um, technologists working out on client sites so that they feel supported when they first go out there. And then the third thing was taking diversity and the um, equal, equal ops 
data that I had and making it visible, which has brought in a, a whole load of new business, um, yeah. particularly with government. So it's, it was, the, you know, the, the, the career highlight was that moment when I realised that someone else outside of the company would spend time with me just enabling me to come up with my own solutions. Um, so that, that, that's the highlight. Brilliant. Okay. I mean, it's worth maybe touching on the uh, X-Forces program that FTM run as well. Sure. Well, that's, you know, I'm, well, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm, I'm dressing up as a penguin um, to, be in a team of, to be in a team of four penguins to walk up several peaks in the Lake District um, involved with uh, walking with the wounded um, because we have very strong links now with the X-Forces um, coming into FDM and um, we have uh, nearly 200 um, you know, men and women who've, who've come out of the forces who are now working out on client site and they're great examples actually of people who don't have necessarily what they would identify as um, IT skills um, they, you know, but with the, with the right um, tr- you know, not a lot of training but with the right um, you know, help can absolutely, um, you know, go into the commercial world and, and be incredibly successful. Um, so that's, that's, that's a, yeah, working with them is, is another career highlight, without a doubt. Right. I mean, just, just taking that point further, um, I often get asked whether it's necessary to have an IT or an ICT degree to make a successful career uh, in IT. Um, I, I personally don't believe that's necessarily the case, and I, I think... You'll be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but FDM have a broader view on what um, education background somebody would need to enter into an IT career. Definitely. I mean, it's um, one of the things that I was thinking about before um, I talked to you today is that, you know, we talk about careers in IT. There won't be many jobs soon that don't have, a you know, digital skills that are part of them um, you know the, the the opportunities there are endless I, I did some research last year in um, particularly amongst the um, female consultants so these are graduate consultants work so they you know they're then a lot of them in their first jobs and um, within the you know they, there were so many different roles in 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 the digital sphere you know there's business analysts business intelligence right the way around sort of java devs um, you know dot net devs and on all, you know, testing, all the different ones in between. And when I looked at the degrees that sat behind these consultants, the female consultants, they were from over 40 different disciplines. You know, there's Japanese studies, humanities. I don't, I think when people make their choice of A-levels and then their choice of degree, that's very early on in life. And you can easily be influenced by subjects you're good at, what your friends are doing, you know, what your parents want you to do, what your teachers suggest. And you can come out with a degree that doesn't necessarily look as though it's going to lend itself to, a, you know, to a, um, a, a career in IT, but absolutely it can. It's, yeah. all, it's all about attitudes and the aptitude to learn. Um, so, you know, people who do history degrees use a lot of data. So, you know, they, they can be really good business analysts, um, data analysts. Um, a lot of people teach themselves to code. Um, you know, there's so much available online now um, for, for, you know, to, to, to you know, self-learn. So um, all of these things, you're absolutely right. 
Um, we don't look at um, degree discipline, and there are far more opportunities there than you would think. Yeah, that's great to hear. I do, I do wonder if some companies do restrict themselves too much, um, but I know, as you say, FTM have a different view on that. We do, and and you know we don't mind them restricting themselves because we get some all the really good people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, in, in terms of the future of um, IT, what what excites you in particular about where IT is going and what people potentially can do within their careers? Well, I think I think the possibilities are endless. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but um, that they really are. I mean, I just. Um, I can't imagine a job that will not have a component of IT. I can't, I can't imagine it. So you're giving yourself a head start, really. I think one of the things about um, careers in IT is that they're very much, you know, they're problem solving. Um, they are facilitating how the world works. You know, there's a lot of, you know, just all the data out there. No one knows what to do with it. Um, it's it's extremely exciting, you know. So that, that I think, you know, who knows? The opportunities are endless. Yeah, I, personally, I think one of the things, great things about IT is that it's ever evolving, and yeah, therefore exactly. opportunities will will come up all the time with new directions. So digital yeah. now, who knows what it'll be in five years' time? Yeah, definitely. Okay, there's a quick fire round at the end. Yep. Yes. Um, so let's see how we go. Um, so what first attracted you to a career in IT? I needed a job. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> straightforward. Yep. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Tell everybody that you're looking for work. Tell absolutely everybody. Not just the people you know. Any opportunity, let people know that you're looking for work. Yeah. No, agreed. Definitely. You'd be surprised where opportunities arise. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Um, well, I've just graduated, um, so, but, uh, so I'm now um, a Bachelor of Science as of last Friday. Oh, congratulations. Um, well, thank you very much. Um, never too late to learn. <laughs> that was, um, that's in social sciences with politics and philosophy. So if I was starting right now, I would learn to code. Ah, right. Is that personal interest or where you think there's opportunity? It's what sits behind everything. And so knowledge is power. I think it'd be, I think it'd be really, really cool. What career objectives are you focusing on right now? I'm learning to code. Fantastic. Yep. yep. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? There's actually two. Um, one is curiosity. And the other one is being able to manage people. It doesn't matter what line of business you're in, and IT is a classic one, there are very few good people managers. Yes, I, I, can, I know what you mean by that, yes. Yeah, so that's, there's, always, there's always a place for people who can lead a team, um, you know, help people to be the best they can be, develop people, you know, add value to the company. Yep. So people, people management, that's, that I would say is, a, is, the number, is the number one non-technical skill and also curiosity. That's really helped me. So we're getting towards the end. Um, in terms of a parting piece of advice, what would you say to our listeners? Find a mentor. Find yourself a mentor. That's the best piece of advice I can possibly give you. Right, and, and in any form, anywhere? 
anyone who wants to mentor you, I, I mean, it depends, you know, the, if you find someone who is a mentor, so someone who understands what mentoring is, you, you can't go wrong. It can be someone um, in, in the same, you know, in the same line of business as you, or it could be someone who's, who's got completely different experience, because what they're there for is to um, ask you the questions that unlock the solutions that you already have. Okay, yes, I, I totally agree. Mentors are a fantastic thing to have. Yeah. So, Maddie, um, if people want to get in contact with you or find out more, what's the best way for them to do it? Um, from anyone, I'm very happy to um, uh, be contacted by anybody, and the best way to get through to me is on LinkedIn. Um, but the best way to use LinkedIn is to just send me a short message saying that you heard me on the IT Career Energizer interview and I'll be more than happy to help in whatever way I can. Great. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you very much for taking part in the IT Career Energizer. Thanks, Phil. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Maddie Field. You can find full show notes at itcareerenergizer.com e5. In next week's episode, I'll be chatting with Matthew Moran, who is author of Building Your IT Career, A Complete Toolkit for a Dynamic Career in Any Economy. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.